Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, uh, what kind of key does a ghost use to enter his house? Uh, um... I don't know. A spooky. Oh my god. <laughs> I was thinking booky. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so um I wanted to mention we're trying something new all next month. Yes, our uh watching a TV show and then talking about it did not work out very we're well we're just not happy with the outcome and, of that yes. and we haven't gotten really any like much feedback so we might throw in one of those every now and then if we find I a gem i still want to do the um when i when i get on here i can never remember <laughs> anything what is it then? Uh, shit that documentary uh, the Blackwell face. Oh, Sir No Face. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I we can totally. So we'll we'll put those in every now and then. Um, so look out for happy hours still. Um, but we're gonna try something else in the month of November. We are gonna do a bit of a book club kind of thing. Yes. So we have picked a book. We're gonna read seven seven chapters. chapters a week so if you guys want to get the book and read along with us you can that would be awesome or we can just tell you about it yeah. too um the book we're doing is called unwelcomed it is the true story of the moffitt family haunting by deborah moffitt and this um this is actually a story that I think hardly anybody knows much about um, the family, as far as I know. And I'm, you know, I believe that they didn't tell any or many they, people about they it. Didn't. So it was really kept a secret until the book was written. So we're going to talk about that book all next month, month of November. And if we like the way that's turning out, um, we'll keep that up mm -hmm. again we might you know throw in a happy hour or a regular episode in every now and then but we're just trying new things and we're gonna see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> and i have to say i bought that book months ago you did you told me about it and when you bought it yes and i started reading it and it was really creepy so i okay. stopped reading it i'm very excited i haven't started it yet. so now i'm going to start over and we're going to we're going to read the whole thing yes so we will be talking the whole month about the haunting of the moffitt family so pick up the book if you guys want to if not tune in and we will tell you all about it and how creepy it is so we're very excited about that so it is Halloween still. I don't care what anyone else says. It's actually <laughs> Halloween for us all the time. If yeah, you ask well, me. yeah. But I had trick or treaters tonight, so it's still Halloween. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do um, all of the 
spooky games that you can play. Oh, yeah. Um, to conjure demons or something. I don't know. And I know that I've gone through... I think the elevator game is in here, so... Mm, yeah. But um, the first one is called the Midnight Game. So the Midnight Game is said to be an ancient pagan ritual that was used as a punishment for those who disobeyed the gods. It involves summoning the Midnight Man and avoiding him from midnight until 3.33 a.m. Why would you want to do that? It's fun. I don't know. Um, no. It's, that does I don't not know. sound fun <laughs> at all. Um, so have you heard of this one? No, I have not. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. So I believe you do this alone. Let me let me just read. Anyone who has played the game advises against it, as most of them have walked away with long-lasting mental trauma at best. Hmm. This game has one of the highest stakes of any on this list, so the rest of these aren't terrifying enough for you to take a look and see what's involved with summoning the Midnight Man. So to play the game, you'll need the following. You need a candle, matches, salt, paper, and pen, and a wooden door, and lastly, a drop of your own blood. To invite the Midnight Man into your home, write down your name and add the drop of blood to the piece of paper. Now turn off every light in the house and place the lit candle and the paper in front of the wooden door. Knock on the door 22 times with the final knock when the clock chimes 12 a.m. So you have to time this perfectly. First of all, I would never be able to summon a demon because I there's no way I could accomplish that. It's just it's just not happening. You have to believe, maybe. Okay, so open the door. And then blow the candle out and close the door again. Relight your candle immediately. With that, the game has started. You have until 3.33 a.m. to avoid the shadow man man, as he hunts you in the dark. So signs that he is near include whispering sounds, drops in temperature, and most importantly, the candle flickering or going out. If If it does, you must relight it within 10 seconds and then surround yourself in a salt circle, which you must remain in until the game ends at 3.33 a.m. But what happens if he catches you? Well, according to those who have played, he'll either trap you inside a hallucination of your worst fear or rip out your internal organs one by one. So whatever you do, don't get caught. Actually, it's probably best if you don't play the game at all. (laughs) What? Why would anybody want to do that? I don't know. These, it's First of all, that's way past my bedtime. So that's I would get like this... halfway through it and then I'd fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Then he would catch you for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. And well, I think this is for like bored kids. Oh, like slumber party thing? Yeah. Oh. But okay. they're scary. And that would have been fun. fun when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like not now. Like right now? No, no. way. <laughs> I'm too old and lazy for that shit. <laughs> I'd be like, I, it would just be chaos if I tried to do that. There would be dogs and cat and... <laughs> they'd break your salt circle. Yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd be like, what are, and... what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's happening? Pet me. Pet me. <laughs> damn dogs would be the cause of the midnight man getting you. Oh my 
gosh. Okay. So the next one is the closet game. The closet game's sole purpose is to summon a demon into your home. Oh, yay. Let's do that. (laughs) That sounds like such a good idea. I think so. So to play, stand in your closet with an unlit match and utter the phrase, show me the light or leave me in the darkness. At this point, you should hear a faint whisper. As soon as you hear it, light the match you have in your hand. This is important because if you fail to light your match in time, it's said the demon will pull you into a pit of eternal darkness. If you do light the match, open your closet door and slowly step out into the room. Congratulations. Now your closet is haunted by a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah! It's recommended that from now on, you never look inside your closet without a light. It's also rumored that if by chance you leave your closet door open at night, you'll see the demon watching you from inside with red eyes that glow like matches. Oh my gosh. Ew. Why? Closet demon. (laughs) (laughs) So if he comes out, is he going to be all flamboyant? I was going to say, is he fabulous? God. Okay. <laughs> Next one is Three Kings. The Three Kings game comes to us from the always unsettling No Sleep subreddit. In order to participate, you need to set up two mirrors that face each other with a chair no. placed in the middle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lastly. No. Lastly, you'll need a lit candle. Uh, The chair is your throne, making you the king. The mirrors are your queen and your fool, although you may may know not which is which. That was weird. Uh, At exactly 3.30 a.m., you are to sit on the chair with the candle lit facing a mirror. Hold the candle and stare into the darkness. The game has begun. The purpose of the game is to transport your consciousness to another dimension. Many players have reported having conversations with themselves in an honest and introspective manner. They gain the ability to look at their past and present through a new set of eyes. Others have claimed that this is a ritual that will induce a lucid dream. Either way, if you're interested in staying up all night meditating, this may be the game for you. Just remember whatever secrets you may learn will stay with you long after the game has ended be they good or bad. Hmm. That does sound like meditation a little bit. Yeah. Just at a certain time of night. Like once again, past my bedtime. Way past my bedtime. Okay, next one is called One Man Hide and Seek. One Man Hide and Seek is based on an old ritual that is said to summon the dead. The folklore that surrounds this game involves restless, wandering spirits which are said to endlessly search for bodies to possess. You are to summon such a spirit by offering it a doll instead of a human host. While this game can have some seriously creepy ramifications, it uh, admittedly takes a lot of preparation before play can commence. 
First, take a doll and empty out all the stuffing. Fill it with rice along with a piece of your fingernail or hair. And so it, one. yeah, me too. And so it closed again with a red thread. Put the doll in the tub filled with water, then turn off all the lights. Fill your mouth with salt water and go back to the tub where the doll should have disappeared. Begin searching your house, remembering to keep off all the lights. This game must take place in the dark. One man hide and seek can only end once you have found the doll. Pour the salt water from your mouth onto it. Wait until it dries, then burn and discard the remains to complete the ritual. Of course, it's probably easier just to play this with a friend, but if you're really craving some seriously spooky hide-and-seek, then this should do just fine. Which I've I've heard it because you're supposed to put the doll in the bathtub and then, like, walk out of the room and then go back and the doll's supposed to be gone. Mm-hmm. So that would be creepy. Next one is called Dry Bones. If hide-and-seek with a doll seems too soft for you, you might be interested in this game. Dry Bones is hide-and-seek against a demon, and the stakes are much higher if you lose the game. First, make sure you have a candle and a match. At 12.01 a.m., go to your bathroom and stare at your mirror, lighting the candle with your match. Let the match burn out on its own, and then say the words, I am aware of your presence, and I welcome you into my home. Come now. No. What happens next? You run as fast as you can to hide. To survive the game, you must remain hidden. To end the game, wait until 3 a.m., then go to the largest room in your home. Say the following, thank you for playing, but you must leave now. You are no longer welcome. At this point, you should hear a groaning sound, which means the demon has consented. (laughs) You know, like a dog. (laughs) It's just a dog. It'd be all right. Legend says if you survive, you will be rewarded with a prize of your choosing. If you lose, a fate more terrible than we can describe here. So whatever you do, don't lose. And the next one is the uh, elevator to another world. This is very short, so I don't think they go into depth like we Mm. went into last time. The belief in the supernatural importance of elevators. Does that make sense? What now? Say it again. The belief in the supernatural importance of elevators has its origins in Korea. Hmm, I don't know. Anyway, elevators are important. Okay. Where it is said you can travel to another world, possibly to a parallel universe. <laughs> parallel. <laughs> parallel. <laughs> Possibly to a parallel universe using a specific combination on an elevator. To experiment with this, make sure you go to a building with at least 10 floors and you are alone in the elevator. Press the buttons 4, 2, 6, 2, 40, then 5. In that order. Well, that doesn't make sense. What if it has 10 floors? How do you do to 40? Mm-hmm. Weird. At 40 floors is a lot, right? Yeah, but are you sure it doesn't mean just hit four zero? Is there a zero? Yeah, it says, like, look, it's, can you see right there? It's separated by little lines. Well, I know, but say the elevator's got one through ten. Oh. Would it be four... But is there, there wouldn't a zero, be a zero yeah. floor. That would be like the ground floor, maybe, or maybe the basement. Maybe. But it doesn't say zero. 
right? I don't think so. I think it says Maybe basement. Like the, yeah, basement or lobby would be, mm-hmm. and actually technically the lobby would be the first floor. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Um, on the fifth floor, a woman will enter the elevator with you. Make sure you don't look straight at her or talk to her, just like any other elevator ride. Yeah. After she enters first... Uh, press the first floor button. The elevator will then ignore your command, taking you to the tenth floor instead. Once you reach the tenth floor, exit the elevator into another world. If the woman asks you where you're going, don't answer her. To exit the world, get on the same elevator and use the same combination. And my last one is Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary is one of the most famous paranormal games in existence. We've all heard the urban legend uh, based upon the bloody reign of Mary Tudor, or alternatively, Mary Worth, the child murderer. But have you actually tried it? The objective is to summon her spirit, much like the closet game. This game should appear only to be tried if you plan on moving out shortly. (laughs) To summon Bloody Mary, stand in a dark room in front of a mirror with a lit candle and say her name three times. Mary should then appear behind you covered in blood. Since her spirit is thought to be malicious, encounters are said to be violent and possibly deadly. Those are my games for the beginning. So this week I did Ghosts of Missouri. Okay. Uh, the first one is Knob Noster. Knob Noster is a small Missouri town close to Whiteman Air Force Base. As you may or may not be aware, the word knob is an old term for a hill or smaller mountain. This is where the town gets its name. This is also where the local spooky legends are centered. You see, it is said that at one time there was a hermit who lived up on the hill avoiding the rest of the town as much as possible. In fact, he had a slave who would run any errands he had in town. The slave was well liked by the townspeople, so when he went missing they became concerned, especially when the hermit came into town to do his own errands. Some of the locals asked him about the slave, but he simply scowled and stormed off, triggering a rumor that he had murdered the young man. A few days later, there was a terrible storm. (laughs) Shut up. No, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining that poor guy going like, I think I'm going to go out today and I'm going to get my own bread. Everyone's like, what are you doing here? Where's your slave boy? (laughs) He's like, fuck it, man. I'm going back home. And he remembered why he was a hermit. Exactly. Fuck people. <laughs> um, uh, triggering a rumor that he had murdered the young man. A few days later, there was a terrible storm, and witnesses saw a lantern moving up the hill just before lightning struck. The following day, the hermit's body was discovered on the hill, his face frozen in terror. Oh. To this day, people still see the light from a lantern bobbing up and down the hillside on stormy nights. That poor guy. I just feel really bad for him. Well, he shouldn't have owned a slave in the first place. Well, yeah, that sucks. But Okay. Uh, Jesse James Farm. I didn't know there was any such place. I didn't either. Almost everyone has heard of Jesse James, so it will be no surprise that the James family farm has been the scene of a great deal of heartache and violence. This has led to the farm becoming one of the most haunted places in Missouri. The farm is open for public tours... (laughs) where visitors learn how Frank and Jesse James were raised there and how Jesse was beaten and almost hung by Union soldiers searching for his brother Frank. Uh, 
His half-brother was also killed on the farm by a bomb thrown by guards searching for Jesse and Frank. Jesse was actually buried on the farm following his death, and his mother would charge visitors to come visit his grave and take some pebbles from it. Oh, my God. However, his earthly remains were later relocated to Mount Olive Cemetery. That certainly hasn't stopped the hauntings. People have reported hearing horse hoofs, gunshots, and even disembodied voices and whispers around the farm. Creepy. Why would you sell... That is someone that has no feelings that thinks money can give them love. I don't know. Uh, Jefferson Barracks and Cemetery. Jefferson Barracks in St. Louis have been an active military site since 1826. Given its age and the fact that it adjoins the National Cemetery, it is no surprise that it is said to be haunted. The cemetery apparently has a little child ghost who wanders aimlessly among the headstones. There are also two ghosts who appear at sundown and acknowledge each other before vanishing again. One is said to be in the clothing of a Confederate soldier, while the other is wearing the uniform of a Buffalo soldier, more specifically the Black Troop. In the barracks themselves, it seems to be the post headquarters where the paranormal activity is centered. One local soldier soldier spotted a light coming on in one of the rooms one night and went over to the window to check it out. When he looked inside, he saw a military officer in 19th century dress sitting at a desk writing by candlelight. He then stood up and vanished. Oh, creepy. Uh, Ravenswood. Ravenswood is a grand mansion that was built in 1880 by Nadine and Charles Leonard. The Leonards were a couple who loved nothing more than entertaining. They would often string lanterns through the trees, hire an orchestra, and invite all their friends to dance the night away. Nadine remained in her beloved home until she died at age 90, 90, and it seems that perhaps her spirit has never left. A family servant tried to enter Nadine's bedroom after her death to collect some clothing, only to find the door locked from inside. It was agreed that the lock would have to be broken, but by the time the servant returned with the required tools, the door was open. Christmas ornaments are often thrown down the stairs, a broken music box randomly plays music despite not having worked for years, and some visitors say they can hear music and laughter from the lawns, reminiscent of Nadine's lavish parties. Holy crap, that's creepy. Yeah. The Governor's Mansion. The Governor's Mansion has been home to Missouri Governor since 1872, with Thomas Crittenden and his family among the first to live there. I'm not sure if I said that right. His beloved daughter, Caroline, was born there in 1873, but sadly died at age 10 after contracting diphtheria. Governor Crittenden Crittenden (laughs) never really was the same after her death. If we fast forward around a century, that is when the first paranormal reports started to come in. A restoration project was underway at the mansion, and one workman was up in the attic. He came downstairs and asked the housekeeper who the little girl was that had been playing up there while he worked. The housekeeper said that nobody was in the house but him. Upon realizing that his companion was a ghost, he refused to turn return to the mansion. Oh my gosh. God, could you imagine, like, you know, maybe going to work every day and there's this kid playing. You're like, oh, I wonder who brought their kid. Yeah. And then you're like, like a week later, <laughs> like, hey, who's so, whose kid is always here? And they're like, what? Oh my god, that would be so scary. <laughs> yeah, then really scary the next time you saw the kid again. Well, that's when you don't go back be to like, work. Um, <laughs> hi. 
Oh my gosh, kid ghosts are creepy. <gasps> I know. Smollett's Cave. In the 1920s, two ladies were walking near Spring Creek when a man stepped out from the side of the road. He was headless and had a pair of shoes stung, strung around the stump of his neck and a Bible on his shoulder. That's weird. The woman ran off, but a short time later, the apparition appeared again, this time to two boys out riding. Other reports state that the horse with the headless rider has galloped towards them on the same path. It is said that this is a ghost who lives in Smollett's cave and that passersby can hear him tapping away as he cobbles shoes. This has earned the apparition the nickname of the Headless Cobbler. Hmm. Thespian Hall. Thespian Hall in Boonville holds the distinction of being the oldest operating theater west of the Appalachians. Now, is it Appalachian? Is it Appalachian? I've heard all of those. Okay. Anyway, it was built in 1857 and has served as a theater, a dance hall, a library, a movie theater, a stable, a skating rink, a church, and even a Civil War hospital. It is no wonder the building is said to be haunted. The spirit connected with Thespian Hall has been affectionately dubbed Mrs. X. She has been captured in photographs in the theater and has been described as having gray hair, a white-collared blouse, and a dark skirt. She carries a pocketbook, and her face is usually blurred. That's creepy. Yeah. The first known photograph was taken by the family of an opera singer who had been performing that night. They were able to identify the lady in the picture as their grandmother, who had recently passed and who loved the opera. Since then, she's been spotted frequently sitting in the audience during rehearsals. Mrs. X is not alone in Thespian Hall. Other strange incidents include unexplained ragtime music playing and moving wig stands, which will turn themselves to face the mirrors when nobody is in the room. Oh my gosh. I think, um, I think it's like they throw an Appalachia. I think that's how you're supposed oh. to remember it. It's Appalachia. Appalachia. Hmm. Okay. I th- I th- that's what I've heard. I yeah. Think, so I think I'm I've, not sure. I think I've heard that before too. I just don't know where. Hmm. I always said Appalachia, but you know. Yeah. All right. Limp Mansion. Limp Ma- Limp Limp Mansion <laughs> is one of the most haunted places in Missouri. It is now a restaurant and bed and breakfast, but originally it was the Limp family home. Several members of the Lemp family died in the building under tragic circumstances, so it is no surprise that it is their ghosts who are said to haunt the property. Phantom footsteps, knocking, and poltergeist activity are all commonly reported here. Oh, that's it? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Um, This one is called Zombie Road. That's awesome. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Zombie Road is perhaps one of the most fascinating and, of course, one of the most haunted places in Missouri. It was officially known as Lawler Ford Road, but it has been known as Zombie Road since the 1950s. There are many chilling tales that are associated with the road, including one about the so-called zombie killer. He is supposed to have been a creepy loner who lived in a shack in the woods and would attack young lovers who came to the spot for some alone time. It is not known if there is any truth to this particular legend. Other chilling tales about Zombie Road include ghost sightings, vanishings, and strange noises. One of the creepiest is the story of Della Hamilton McCullough, 
the wife of a local judge who died in 1876 when she was hit by a train. She is now said to haunt Zombie Road. However, what Zombie Road is most famous for is the shadow people. <gasps> Ew, no. There have been several photographs captured by credible witnesses which show large numbers of shadow people standing in the <gasps> woods by the side of Zombie Road. I think I've heard of this. Oh, I haven't. There are believed to be the souls of Native American orphans who were tortured while at nearby at a nearby orphanage in 1913. That's so creepy. That is so creepy. I have to drive home in the morning. <laughs> In the Just blast some music and you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. And then my last one is the Exorcist House. One of the most infamous hauntings in Missouri has to be the Exorcist House. Pretty much everyone has heard of the Exorcist, either from the book by William Peter Blatty or from William Friedkin's movie adaptation. What some people don't realize is that the Exorcist was based on a real-life case that happened in St. Louis. The true story is that a teenage boy who had been dubbed Roland Doe to protect his identity was living in Maryland and playing, played with a Ouija board, causing him to be possessed by a demon. It is alleged that some of the bruising on his chest from the attack spelled out Lewis, leading his family to believe he should be taken to stay with relatives in St. Louis. Some say that the house on Roanoke Drive where he stayed is still haunted, perhaps stained by the boy's possession. I did not know that was in St. Louis. I think I might have known at some point, but I'd forgotten. Hmm. Super creepy. Yeah. And going back to the zombie road thing, why is everyone so offended by teenagers in cars trying to get it on? I don't know. They're they're always attacking though. <laughs> because it's probably not true. It's it's legends that are created. To to try to scare teenagers from doing oh, that. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and if you're doing that, your your goal is to be alone. Yeah. So, I mean, easy target, I guess. Exactly. Okay, so going back to my opening stories, I have some stories of people who have played Bloody Mary mm-hmm. that have written in about their experiences so first one i played the bloody mary game twice my friend and i just watched ghost whisperer and i wanted to freak her out i scare her all the time so first i looked into the mirror in my living room i turned around three times while saying bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary at first i was a little scared that she would show up i looked deeper into the mirror and i checked all corners to see if i could see the ghost no ghost so i went into the bathroom turned off the lights and closed the door my friend followed me and stood outside she said i don't think you should do this what if it's real i was scared out of my mind but i wanted to be the brave one and i had always wanted to test it so i did the same ritual i stared into the mirror nothing i stared in all corners then right as i was about to turn on the switch i caught a glimpse of someone i looked closer it was black and white and her mouth was open wide i expected her to scream but there was dead silence there was all black around her eyes but she was a clear image i was frozen as i just stood there looking then her arms lifted up and her hands were bright red a few of her nails were gone and some of them were just about to be peeled off when the hands appeared to grab my shoulders a chill ran down my spine and a rush of cold air blew on my back 
I screamed bloody murder, turned on the switch, and ran out the door. My friend was standing with her mouth open, and I hugged her. I don't know why, though. I started crying. I was so scared. I covered all the mirrors in my house. My mom didn't really care, and I still don't use that bathroom. I will never try that again, because now I believe it too well. That was from Marissa. There, didn't we do some story or something about when you when you look into a mirror in the dark or something you'll start to see monsters yeah it's like a phenomenon yeah like if you and it i think that's a very prolonged amount of time Mm. i think you have to do it for a long time but yeah if you stare into a mirror for too long it will induce like hallucinations and but again i mean that you've got to be staring i think for a long Mm. time before that'll happen but bloody mary reminds me of that facebook post which one? I know you've had to have seen it. It's it's a picture of okay. So it says something like um, playing a prank on something about playing a prank on Bloody Mary. So you get in your car and you say Bloody Mary three times in your rearview mirror, and then you start driving when she appears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's funny. It was shared next time because it shows like the side view mirror oh, and yeah. it's got like bloody mary behind like running after the car <laughs> just take off <laughs> that's that <was> funny, funny. <laughs> okay next one when i was nine me and my friends tried doing bloody mary at my house one weekend there were five of us and we carried my mom's candles into the upstairs bathroom and all five of us were chanting bloody mary we saw an old woman with cuts on her face and chains around her neck and shoulders looking out of the mirror at us then the shower curtain went up in flames and we ran out of the bathroom an older boy ran into the bathroom and luckily got the fire put out for us we all got in big trouble for it my parents thought we caught the shower curtain on fire with the candles but we had the candles at least six feet away from the shower curtain when it suddenly went into fl- up into flames i know for a fact we did not touch the shower curtain with a candle i've always thought about it and i know we saw bloody mary but i've never been tempted to do it again i was 25 this year and remember it like it was yesterday yeah someone caught the shower yeah, curtain on fire totally. <laughs> and they were like oh, i was bloody mary i don't know <laughs> okay poor bloody mary she's blamed for everything she's like damn it i got cuts in my face why would i set the shower curtain on fire (laughs) damn kids (laughs) okay next one i was away at camp up in the pacific northwest on an island called anacortes maybe there were six of us and we were all giggling and running in the dark the only way we could see anything was from a small flashlight one of the girls brought we finally made it to the bathroom though the girls were really starting to freak each other out the bathroom wasn't much better than our cabin and a girl jessica came up with the idea of playing bloody mary i was the first one to agree and the other four girls didn't want to be labeled as the scaredy cats so they nodded their heads 
uh, that they were in. Jessica turned off the lights and switched off the flashlight, so the only light coming into the bathroom was the lights from the nearby cabins. I personally wasn't scared at all, so I went straight to the mirror and said Bloody Mary three times. We waited. Nothing. I was about to laugh the whole thing off when, for some reason, the mirror cracked right in front of our eyes. The girls screamed and ran out as fast as they could, but I was frozen. I was actually scared for the first time in my life. I felt like my legs were paralyzed and I couldn't stop staring at the crack in the mirror as if it were always there and we just now noticed it. I tried to slow my breathing down when for a flash of a second I saw something move in the mirror as if someone was standing right behind me. My legs unfroze and I ran. I ran into the dark tripping and falling scraping my knees anything to get back to the cabin. By the next morning we were all laughing and talking as if we had just defeated a giant but i still get freaked out when i think that that of that mirror cracking it was creepy hmm. that would be super creepy if that, that happened would be, yeah. if that happened <laughs> if that happened if that happened <laughs> Okay, next one. A few years ago, I was at my friend's house across town on Friday the 13th when we got to talking about Bloody Mary. We had been reading on the internet about her, and me and my friends decided to try doing it that night. There was me and my friends, Gail and Missy, and we were spending the night at Gail's house. I would have never took part in what we did that night if I had known what was going to happen that happened to us. We got several candles, and as Gail had her own bathroom, we set the candles in there in front of the big mirror and got ready. We sat up all night talking and scaring the hell out of each other, and then about five minutes till 3 a.m., we went into the bathroom and used a match to light the candles. There were three girls in the bathroom, and we chanted Bloody Mary 13 times. As I said Bloody Mary about the 13th time, we saw smoke swirl around the mirror, and we saw a scary as hell old woman looking out of the mirror at us. We all three screamed, and I think Gail turned the light on. Bloody Mary vanished almost at once, and Gail's mother came running into the bathroom to see what was going on. She made us go to bed, but we stayed full awake until daylight. We all three saw Bloody Mary in the mirror that night, and I know she's very real. I can tell you that I will never do Bloody Mary again. It scared the hell out of me, and there's no way it could have been a trick. So they saw old lady. Hmm. Okay. Next one. My friend had a slumber party, and they dared her to do Bloody Mary, you know, into... Uh, to go into the bathroom, turn off the lights, light a candle, and chant Bloody Mary 13 times, and she will appear. For about 15 minutes, nothing happened. Then we heard her scream, and she tried to get out of the bathroom. The door was stuck, but it didn't have a lock. When we got her out, she was crying and whimpering. We asked her what happened. She showed us her arms, and there were uh, scratches there that had never been there before. Tons of them, like 20. A few days later, they disappeared. She won't tell us what happened or what she saw when we asked about it. She just looks at us in a hateful way. Hmm. Weird. Okay. Creepy. <laughs> okay, next one. My friend and I were in an experimental mood, so we decided to try the Bloody Mary version that I heard most often. We stopped at the gas station that had an outdoor restroom and asked if we could use it. We went into it, turned off the lights, splashed water onto the mirror, and spun around. We said Bloody Mary three times. Then my friend turned and flushed the toilet. <laughs> 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 it's 
so this is the disgusting version? Uh, apparently, I've never heard that one before. Well, I thought it was weird when they splashed water on the mirror. And why'd they go to the gas station? <laughs> well, you don't okay, want so Bloody Mary in your house. Okay, so she flushed the toilet. <laughs> uh, while the other one stared in the mirror. From what I could see in my reflection in the dark, it started turning into a bright red blob. In amazement, I kept staring. Then my friends started screaming, and we ran out in the door in fright. When I could see her face, it was all bloody, like how I saw myself in the mirror. When we cleaned her off, she had small fingernail-type scratches all over her face. Who? What the fuck? I, I just... I would love to know why they flushed the toilet. I just don't... I've never heard of that version <laughs> before. <laughs> I don't know. Don't weird. forget to flush the toilet. <laughs> she won't come if you don't flush the toilet. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. Next one. This happened on Friday the 13th in 2007. Me and my friends were uh, all tried to summon the Bloody Mary spirit. We sat in a circle with our knees touching, then said Bloody Mary three times. Um... Please may we speak to Bloody Mary. We then flipped a coin, heads yes, tails no, and asked questions when it landed on heads. We started asking yes or no questions, and when we asked, please may you show us a sign that you're here, she said no. We asked two more times, and then she said yes. We were playing a CD at the time, and it went all jumpy. The CD had no marks on it because it was brand new. We then started feeling dizzy and faint, and our vision went funny. Before you break, you must say, please, may we close the circle until it says yes. We kept getting a no answer. We were getting scared at this point. We felt long fingernails brushing rough on our back, backs and faces. The taps turned on... Oh, the taps turned on by themselves. Then we couldn't get up because we couldn't break the circle. My mom and dad were out shopping, and we were the only people in the house. The blinds then started shaking, and the windows weren't open. We got so scared that I broke the circle, turned off the taps, shut the curtain, and hid. From that day on, uh, I have always felt like someone was behind me, and I have the feeling that I'm not alone. It's also weird that they turned on the water. Yeah. And my last one. I and some friends were over at my grandma's house when we all went to the bathroom where we had several candles burning. Several girls were chanting Bloody Mary in the bathroom when there was a brilliant flash of light and we all saw a very old scary woman that looked like her flesh was rotting off standing there in the bathroom with us. You could smell the most horrible smell of rotting flesh in the bathroom and then the old woman was gone. I know from then on I was scared to go back in that bathroom. About four months later, my friend Amber wrecked her new car and kept telling her mom and dad and me that Bloody Mary was there in her car with her just before she wrecked and that Bloody Mary had grabbed the steering wheel and caused her to wreck. Just a short, short time later, Amber was found drowned in the bathroom upstairs in her parents' house. I know I've always wondered if Bloody Mary killed her. I promise you this is a true story and it still scares me. That was a little dark. Dark. Those were my stories okay. for the I think we need a witty wrap-up. We do now. need a witty wrap-up. I I found another game. Okay. And um it's called Five Second Guess. 
So okay. I'm going to ask you questions. And you oh, have God. five seconds to answer. That's a very short amount of time. Yes, it is. And I don't like pressure like that. Oh, God. I'm nervous. <laughs> All right, you ready? Oh, God, no. Go ahead. Oh, this one's hard. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, you're going to just make fun of me because I'm going to be super stupid. <laughs> All right. Name three numbers that add up to 100. Go. Um... 50, 25, 25. Oh. Yay! <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, yay. Okay. Um, name three movies. Sorry, was that supposed to be three different numbers, or did it just say numbers? I think it just said numbers. Okay. Name three movies based on novels. Start. The Shining, Little Women, and uh, The Notebook. That's right, right? I guess. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. That's right. <laughs> oh, this one, there's no way. Oh, shit. Okay, go Well, on. there would be no way for me. Okay, probably enough for Name me. Name three professional football players. Go. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and... Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. What I I literally almost said Jesse James. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like I don't know football. <laughs> I yeah no. <laughs> uh, this one. Name three American sport teams. Go. What? Like what? <laughs> Are you talking about three different sp- or like one sport with three different teams? Or just any team, I just anything. Think you meant any American team. I don't still. Well, I could probably do that. I mean, like Colts, um, Yankees. Pacers. Yeah, Pacers and Yankees. I know those. Okay. New York Yankees. But it's three different uh, sports. That's why I was confused. I you know, I have questions. I know. <laughs> okay. This one shouldn't be too hard. Oh, God. Name three states in America. Go. Indiana, Ohio, and Illinois. Yay. Yay. This is made in England. Oh, no. It says, name three different flavors of crisps. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay, go. Barbecue, salt and vinegar, and cheddar. Yay. (laughs) You do much better than I would do. It's hard, though. You get, like, the pressure. Five seconds is a short period of time. Okay, this one don't even make any sense. Great. Let's Name three you can do with paper. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I wonder if it's supposed to be, like, name three things you can do with paper. I'm assuming that's what it means. Right? Okay, go. Make a paper airplane, write a letter, and do homework. <laughs> right? I don't Nailed know. it. Name three types of cake. Go. Uh, German chocolate, chocolate, and vanilla. <laughs> this is too easy. <laughs> I bet some of them are. Like, I didn't get the sports thing. Okay, let's see if you can do this one. Okay. Name three Michael Jackson songs. Go. Thriller, Billie Jean, and PYT. 
Okay, this might be funnier if you do it for me because I am horrible at this okay. kind of thing. Should I skip this one? I don't know. I don't know what it is. How do you skip one? I don't know. Oh. Um. You can go ahead and play it and then just... Ooh. Name three girls' names beginning with the letter L. Lynn. Oh, wait. I didn't... Oh, Lynn, Loretta, Lola. Okay. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Name three types of trees. Go. Oak, cherry, apple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. Name three mathematical symbols. Go. Uh, <laughs> X, divide. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Plus, minus, equals. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you oh. <laughs> Come on. Name three things you can cut. Go. Apples, trees paper oh, okay yeah see it's not as hard as you think oh yeah oh name three disney films go oh, aladdin little mermaid toy story awesome yeah see it's not that hard <laughs> name three things you would put on a snowman go scarf hat carrot for a nose there you go yeah five seconds is enough yeah to... no that's hard i wouldn't be able to do that <laughs> You should give me the hard ones just to I see should. if I can do it. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Name three things found under the sink. Uh, soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Okay. <laughs> oh, you'll get this one. Name three ways to annoy people. Go. Oh. Talk a lot. Uh, I don't annoy people. I don't know. <laughs> You know how to annoy people, right? <laughs> I can't think of any. What would you say? To, ways to annoy people? Yeah. Um, chew loud, talk in their ear, or... Breathe on them? Yeah, something. Breathe on them? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't know this. So I, if you even got it right, I'd be like, mm, okay. <laughs> Name three circular objects. Go. Ball, clock, um, walnut. <laughs> I'm going to say nailed it. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, walnut. And actually, technically. No, it's not round. Well, it's kind of the round. The walnut but... itself is not round, but the thing it comes in is round right well it's still a walnut yeah that's why that's why (laughs) okay name three egg laying animals go oh shit uh snake bird snakes turtles turtle okay (laughs) nailed it (laughs) oh this is easy (laughs) name three things that need electricity um computer tv lights nailed it (laughs) <laughs> name three units of measurement oh Go. shit <laughs> uh, meters yards centimeters okay yeah 
<laughs> Name three reindeer. Go. Rudolph, Blitzen. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, there's eight. You could have just. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't have time to do the song. <laughs> Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, uh, Comic, Cupid, Don <laughs> That's part of the song that I didn't have exactly. time to do. Okay, I'm just going to go on. Okay, name three flowers. Go. Rose, uh, uh, peony, carnation. <laughs> name three Beatles songs. Oh, go. shit. Um, uh, Yellow Submarine. Um, come together. Come together. Failed. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm not even gonna. No. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Again, no. Not worth our time. This is hard. Name three things in your room that begin with the letter T. Oh, Go. Shit. Television. You did not get that. <laughs> well, what else in here starts with a T? I don't see anything. I still don't see anything. Oh Table. There you go. Uh, I have no idea. Um, moving on. Okay. Name three <laughs> mythical creatures. Go. Unicorn, Pegasus, Bigfoot. I need to get that. <laughs> Ooh, this is hard. Uh oh. Name three TV shows that start with the letter B. Oh shit. Go. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Bull. I don't even. I don't even know. Hmm. Name three countries you really want to visit. Go. No. <laughs> I don't do geography. Oh, okay. Name three things you can catch. Go. Measles, mumps. <laughs> Jody has some issues with diseases. A little bit of a germ phobe, are you? I was thinking ball and... I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> it's amazing what your mind comes up with. Under uh, yeah. Pressure. In five seconds, yeah. <laughs> what horrible diseases can I catch? <laughs> oh, that's impossible. Name three Justin Bieber songs. Oh. I don't even. I don't even know one. Yeah. <clears throat> Name three things to take on a picnic. Go. Apples, wine, cheese, blank cake, <laughs> basket. Oh, we have a very loud app or ad. Name three excuses for coming late. Go. I stuck in traffic. Um, woke up late. Um. 
Name three famous TV detectives. Go. Sherlock Holmes, Monk. <laughs> you get two pretty easily. Name three characters in Toy Story. Go. Woody, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Toy There's, Story. Um, There's Mr. Potato it, Head. Isn't it just dog? The slinky dog? Maybe. Then there's the pig. There's the pig, the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, the dinosaur. But I don't know their names. Bo Peep. Yeah. Barbie. Oh, yeah. Um, Name three female athletes. Go. No, I don't. Oh. No. Don't. Serena and Venus. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Tennis I don't. players. And Anything sports, I don't know. Name three sporting trophies. What the heck? What's a sporting trophy? Mm. I don't know that one either. Name three animals that would be bad pets. <laughs> Go. Lion, tiger, bear. Oh, my. <laughs> rhinoceros, giraffe, <laughs> kangaroo. Um, we were looking at, because we got a new dog recently, and we were trying to figure out a name for him. And so I was looking up different words that described him in different languages mm -hmm. and i looked up pet in french and guess what it's called in french a pet a pet no it's a fart <laughs> i think you that's what it was him fart. i think that's what it was or no, it's the opposite. A fart in French is a pet. Oh. I th it's something like that. But I was like, oh my gosh, do we... So... Would you like to see my pet? I know. Well, that's what I said. I was like, so so in French, we own farts? <laughs> Please come and meet my fart. He's <laughs> so cute. His name is Chunt. <laughs> Um, I think that's more than a fart. <laughs> that's a shirt. Okay. <laughs> Ew! We're talking about shit again. It's like when we first started. <laughs> and it's all done a complete circle. <laughs> oh. It's not over, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, this will be the last one. Okay. Name three things you bring on a first date. Go. Um, a stun gun. <laughs> uh, mace <laughs> and you need your car keys so. oh yeah some money <laughs> okay there you go. okay you guys thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it send us your stories we still want to hear those we want to hear suggestions if you have anything for the witty wrap-up we want to hear that um, even a stupid joke for the beginning. It'll be fun. Send it in, ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Look us up on Facebook and um, like our page and join our group. You can also recommend us on Facebook or rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.